You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys of the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother T3. I thought you were I started laughing because I saw you were I thought you were dancing while the music was going on, like the song was going on, but then I saw you getting your microphone. So I, I was waiting no, for the dance. I was waiting no. for the dance moves, bro. I was waiting for the dance moves. No, I was actually looking up stuff for you could have just went see 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 you just gotta go no, with it. I'm not I'm gonna tell the truth. It, it, oh, you're gonna tell the truth. I love I it. Ted's 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 to be Ted, able can to I call you something then? Can I call you something then? Like, I'm gonna call you a sophisticated man now. Yeah, you know what you should do is take that jacket off, throw it away. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, Ted. I think we both I think we're both speaking for if from each other. We're, we're feeling good now. We're feeling a lot better, but I'm feeling great. We are Keys of the City. You can check us out on all social media platforms. So don't forget to hit that like or subscribe button. I was just thinking, like a week ago, a week ago today, I think around this time too, we were doing something. I don't remember what time, but my whole mood was a hell of a lot different than what it is today. <laughs> Think about it. How times have changed, Ted. Remember, remember what we talked about last week for first like part of the show was why the football and sports gods have an issue with me. Well, you were also talking about how drunk you were going to get, and maybe wouldn't watch the Super Bowl. Right? Now I guess you'll be able to watch it front. I guess center. he's got a good. I guess he's got a good memory because that is also true. That was spoken a week ago. Oh my! Oh my! How times have changed. Look, I'm going to stand with what I said last week. I was still very frustrated, but I will sit here and say, thank you. This feels like a nice, I'd say a nice Christmas gift because I didn't do any Christmas shopping for myself. I didn't. So I feel like this is a a Christmas gift, a late Christmas gift (laughs) as what a refreshing start to this NFL playoffs. Let's just say that. I would say it's a refreshing start. It's something fantastic. I mean, everything, think about how this whole playoffs went down this wild card weekend. Can I ask you how do you feel about this Super Wild Card Weekend since it's become implemented into a reality for us? How do you feel? Do you like this Super Card? I mean, more football the better, right? Do we have yeah, a problem with more football? I, absolutely, don't worry. I'm, I'm listening. I'm paying attention. No, no, yeah, no. It's I, fine. I, I, I honestly thought uh, having the two games each day was great. Yeah, right. I mean, think especially about what this, this game. Especially had because to. yesterday was the Martin Luther King Day, so everyone had the holiday off. So yeah. I think just having two, two, and two was great because it's. Wonder what the ratings like, were yesterday. Because especially, you know, like uh, with that being said, you know, you got the, uh, you know, I get it. Sunday, you got the three games and that's great. You got the two on Saturday, usually one. But like if one's kind of a dud, it's like, eh, whatever. But at least you get two. You know what I mean? And and the Bills game was actually pretty exciting for somewhat of the game. I mean, there was a good. I mean, if you think about how the. I would say half of the game, take the middle out and maybe the last end of it. The the majority of the middle of the game was actually pretty good. And we had at one point a seven point game with the Steelers having an opportunity to tie. So I thought that was great. And then, but honestly, there's two storylines that stand out for the whole week. But th- that's what I'm thinking oh, about. Just like, okay, I'll just say this, and then you get into what we were going to yeah. say. And then I we're going to go right into. We're going to get right into it. So I know, but before we watch last night's game, I told you I thought the biggest one of the biggest storylines that I was going to say was the the young or rookie quarterback. Oh well, let's wait. I mean, on the this. weekend, but then I let's you wait corrected on it. But then you corrected Ooh. me and said Jordan Love's not a rookie. I said I get it, but it's his first full season, first full game. The way him and C.J. Stroud played over this weekend, I thought were tone centers for yep. both of those franchises going forward. Franchise all-term players right now. And then yeah. after you know, and of course, the second and most significant storyline that we'll probably talk about majority of the show about is how. Well, first we thought it was just going to be about the Cowboys and their debauchery and what really happened to the Cowboys. And I don't. I listen. I don't think anyone even came close to seeing that. But then you watch last night's game, and I don't even know if that last night's game was might have been worse than the Cowboys' loss. It because was worse because the because if quit. you watch that Philly game, it almost seemed like that team had quit. And yeah, that's and this wor- that's almost worse than losing the way the Cowboys about, lost. As I'm as you're speaking about this, right? Think about how the playoffs started. A rejuvenated. A well, and blowouts, whole, and we had a lot of blowouts. But listen, no, but listen, I'm thinking about what you were just oh, saying as we spoke about it. Think about how this postseason started a rejuvenated excite, excitement from that Houston crowd and a new journey and a new beginning for a franchise that just had a huge dark cloud over them, and that is long gone. And think about that. And then look how the playoffs, uh, the wild card weekend ended for a team that was so had such great 
and high expectations to what they ended up becoming. And that's how at the end of their season. So one team is like going, looking to the future. Their future looks bright. And then one team has another lot of questions to answer. But this whole wildcard weekend had it all. I mean, you got to think about it. You had the upsets, according to the, the critics and the people out in Vegas. There were some upsets in this wildcard weekend, which was excellent for, hey, we had a bracket. We posted it. Who cares? I don't really care about the bracket. As long as this playoffs didn't have Philly and Dallas, in which they did. Yeah, I'm glad I was wrong. You had the weather. Think about the weather. The, the, The Kansas City and Buffalo game. You had performances. I won't say like great, great games. Maybe outside the Lions Rams game was excellent. Everything else was kind of a dud in in certain terms, but there was more about the performances. And Ted just brought it up. CJ Stroud and Jordan Love are the first two names that come to mind after this weekend. So if you're a football fan and and it's Super Bowl wild card weekend, and there's only a few more weeks left until the season comes to an end, but it was a hell of a wild card weekend. I mean, it was a hell of a wild card weekend for football fans. And like I said, it's a refreshing start because you got a Houston Texans team that shouldn't even be here, but they are. A Green Bay Packer team that shouldn't even be here, but they are. And then you're gonna have you know, you're gonna have some new teams. And Kansas City, Buffalo, you heard of the song, Ted. Hello, darkness, my old friend. You got a new, you got a familiar foe coming to you guys in Buffalo. We'll talk about that later in the week. AFC divisional playoffs, NFC divisional. It's a hell of a, a, a hell of a weekend coming for us football fans, but there's only one, there's only really one thing to talk about from this weekend, and, and we are giant fans. And yes, people have been saying, "Oh, all the all the haters are coming out." Well, for all the Cowboy and Eagles fans that talk your shit throughout the season, shut up! Don't say stuff. Don't say anything because you haven't won anything, and you certainly didn't win anything after this weekend. Yeah, we know we didn't win anything. So last week, Michigan was the national championship, but that's okay. It makes up for having Dallas get their asses kicked and then the Philadelphia Eagles getting bitch slapped by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Speaking of rejuvenated, Baker Mayfield looks like he could possibly get a good contract. Just saying, he's playing all right. Could that game could have been a blow, but think about these two franchises right now. Let me hold on. How about this, Ted? Think about the NFC East picture as a whole right now. The Eagles are a debacle. The Cowboys. We don't need to speak upon them because we just saw an embarrassment. The Giants, again, we don't need to speak about them. They have coaches fighting one another. It doesn't look good right now. The best team that might have to, out of all of them is the Washington Commanders. They're gonna have a, they got a new GM, Adam Peters. They're gonna have a new head coach, and they got the number two pick. So if you look at this NFC's hole right now, it looks like. I just said it not too long ago. It looked like a shit show as a division, which was once the best. Three teams in the playoffs last year. Two teams made it this year, but both teams getting embarrassed. But you know what? You could relate that similar to the AFC South. We thought the whole AFC South was going to be a debauchery, and we got a Texans team, which right now we got a quarterback that after the season should be considered every year an MVP candidate. You got a coach that might or should probably win coach of the year in D'Amico Ryans. They're only going to get better, you you assume, right? You still got the Jaguars with young Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. The Colts have Anthony Richardson, and I think a healthy team, healthy Anthony Richardson, we could see what he can do. That team over overachieved this year with Gardner Minshew. Just read a report: Colts are a favorite to go get AJ Brown. So that AJ would be a huge Brown. Hey, they need a move. You Wait, put AJ him- Brown's going to get traded. I'm Where sure. is this coming look from? It, look it up. Oh yeah. No way, really. I think, he, I think he wants out of Philly. Swear to God, there's a lot of shit going on. Dallas got her last night screaming at Hurts. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't it doesn't look good right now, Ted. And you kind of just said you kind of hit it before we hit on the show or we came on. If you're looking at both of these franchises and you're one of these head coaches, because Mike McCarthy and Nick Sirianni look like they're going to get canned. I would rather it's have just the a matter. Job, I would rather have the Dallas job. You want to be put in the situation of possibly losing two of your best play or one of your well, best players would, because I, of the I, fact I, that you might have to figure out a quarterback decision. Yeah, I would. So I'd still rather have the Dallas job as much as I hate Dallas. And you know, listen, I'm not listen. I I don't need to brag or like whatever about the Dallas losing and all this other stuff. And it is what it is. The Dallas fans, they have to live with it. They have to live with a team that knowing that 
this was their best team they probably had in 25 years. They had the number yeah, two man. team. Yeah. Number two team. They were 16 and 0 at home. They were averaging almost 40 points a game. You felt like this team minimum was. I, listen, I thought they were getting to the NFC. Championship. We both. We both thought. Yeah, that. I mean, listen, no, the Eagles. Were I think most apart. people, dude. I think most people felt going into this NFC picture and playoffs. The one team that outside of 49ers and Dallas that had a possibility of making it was the Detroit Lions. Most of the people would have it would have been 49ers if you ranked the people teams and you had a poll and you rank and, and you voted. Overwhelming would have been the 49ers. The second would have been the Cowboys. Yeah. And then yeah. and Detroit, and Detroit would be the third. Yeah. No, without question, they would have been the third. Who's gonna be honest? Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I had no faith in, and I had no faith in anyone else in the NFC. But if, if that's what makes it exciting playoffs at the know? time, and, and I'm glad well, I was wrong. This, did Mr. Jordan, Lo- Mr. Love, Jordan Love, yeah. change your mind? Yeah, on that. We'll talk about that a little. We'll talk about that in a little, though. I was wrong with my picks. I had picked the Eagles to win, but you know what? So was I, that, that, that was that was a dumb pick. I just didn't have the balls to, to take the Bucks. All right. Oh, oh, and, oh! Thank you for bringing that game up because who won that? Oh, didn't, didn't say I'm. That's why I'm the great picker. Well, no, I listen. I, I just chose me. One. I should have. I should have switched to pick once AJ Brown wasn't going to play. Should have yelled but, two as well. Two. But I, I, you know, watching one of the shows, I'm like, you know what? I just felt like it hit me. you know what? After everything, the Eagles would at least they would rally uh, rallied, rallied around the whole. Rally, yeah, rally it all. Around. I get it. To get one win and I get it. Debauchery. Dallas. I mean, come on. No one saw that, and especially the way they lost. It was more embarrassing. I definitely saw the Chiefs way. It's also the Bills win. The Texans See, game I thought would be close. What, no, 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 no. What was more, what was more of an embarrassing performance? And what game? I I definitely think the game that we're more shocked by is Green Bay, obviously. But what was more of an embarrassing performance? Was it the team that quit or the team that just was not mentally prepared? And I kept telling you, Mike McCarthy, he was always going to be this biggest downfall of this team, and this team was not prepared. Well, I, not I at all. Say, I would say Dallas. For three reasons. One, because they had the number two seed. So yeah. you had the home field advantage. Philly was on the road. Fair two, enough. Dallas had been playing for the majority of the time, playing really well. They had. They had been playing really well. I think their only two losses in the last month and a half was at Buffalo and at Miami. And what was your third reason? Oh, and then the competition and then the competition, the two seed playing Green Bay. Like you had a, a really young team, Jordan Love, the youngest team in football, your home field advantage. You had this was your best opportunity, best team, and you really were not going into the playoffs with any kind of bad mojo. The Eagles, you you felt something was wrong. They had just lost to the Giants, and the way they lost to the Giants last week of the season. When you look at the whole final picture of the Eagles, they were falling apart the last month of the season, and Dallas wasn't. So that's why when you look at it, I'm like, all right, Dallas had everything in front of them, so. For them to lose and then to lose, dude, they gave up 48 points. It was 48 to 16. The the Giants don't score 48 points in three games. Teams don't score 48 points in two games, okay? They get 48 points at home. Ted, can we consider both of these teams? If Green Bay could have, they would have scored more. Could have, and so could have Tampa. So could have Tampa. And the only reason why, you know, the game became close by point level was Green Bay just played prevent defense the last seven and minutes. And they of the put game. their backups. They put their backups. Yeah, on defense too. Kenny Clark was out. Aaron Jones. They, put, they, they had to back up when they got it close. But it's the Dallas game because they had. Listen, I think if you ask all fans, even Philly fans, like who do you think who had more of a chance to get to the final? It was the Cowboys. It wasn't the Eagles. The Eagles were rolling the dice and hoping they didn't get snake eyes. They rolled it on the first try. They saw Frankie Coffee Cake's face, and it was over with. That was it. Eddie Mush, it was done, over. You know what I mean? The Cowboys had everything. They had everything in front of them. This was the year. They had the best receiver receiver in football in CeeDee Lamb. Was he better than Tyreek? This year, uh, I mean, his numbers were. I think Tyreek got hurt at the down the stretch. CeeDee Lamb was, if not one, the second best receiver in all football. 135 catches. Then you had Dak Prescott for majority of the season after the first mm-hmm. part was an MVP quarterback. He played like it. He played yep. like the guy that every Dallas Cowboy fan had hoped he would finally play, right? The yep. defense was dominant, and they had home field advantage. And so they didn't play anybody this year. We know that. Who's bigger, who was more of a fraud? It's but it's question. funny. But if you look at Philly last year, Philly did the same thing. Philly had a week they got schedule. To the Super, but they people got to knocked the, Philly last year well, for not they, playing anyone, but what? Philly got to the Super Bowl and the Cowboys didn't. And they were this close to almost winning the Super Bowl. So can't compare. No. You can't compare. You can't compare because you just said it. This was you just said it. Dallas, this was their best opportunity since 
since I was a little baby, a little, little baby. But we shouldn't be surprised about this game. It's the Green Bay Packers, the Dallas Cowboys. Do you want to know something, Dad? Do you know the Packers five and zero against the Cowboys? Do you know the Packers are ten and one versus Dallas since two thousand and nine, including playoffs? Do you know? Do you know Green Bay has more wins at Dallas Stadium than the Cowboys do in the playoffs? That's including the Super Bowl. It's including the Super Bowl. Yeah, remember Aaron Rodgers beat them, and then they just beat them again. And then they won the Super Bowl there against Pittsburgh. But also, too, the Cowboys' playoff record since '96 is five and thirteen, eight. One and Duns. Twenty-one more teams have more wins than the Cowboys. No, Mister, Mister Texans, uh, Mr., the Texans uh, who started their franchise in two thousand two. Yeah, that's the Dallas Cowboys. That's the state of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to keep going with the Dallas Cowboys for in the sense of saying that this is going to be. I keep giving them that false hope because the moment I keep, I, the moment I push, I, I back away and I kind of put a foot on the brake. They start to break my heart. So I'm going to continue to say, let's go. We got to continue to give this false hope. And then they end up losing. But to see how these both of these performances went down, think about it. Matter of 24 hours or a little over 24 hours, it went from we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys debacle to the embarrassment that was the Philadelphia Eagles for 60 minutes. I mean, not not, not ta- we're talking about base. I'll say the Eagles, Ted. You can't have a team that quits. You made the playoffs and you quit. Like that team quit. I know Dallas got embarrassed, but that team literally and figuratively quit. They stopped tackling. You're playing the game of football. How do you how do you stop doing one of the tasks, the main tasks at hand, especially being a defender in the league? Your main task. And main job is to tackle. And how the hell do you not do that? So to see that, it's 100% to me, the Philadelphia Eagles. I get it. The Dallas Cowboys, they were the number two seed. They had their best hope. And they had a favorable matchup playing at home. I get it. But they got embarrassed. The Philadelphia Eagles were coming in there looking like one of the worst teams to ever play in a playoff game. And we all thought that, hey, maybe there's an opportunity for them to surprise, like you said, Ted. Maybe put, you know, all the critics and all the naysayers and put them all together and say, let's go, let's F everybody, F everybody and go against the world. And it was nothing different. Like the last three weeks, they've lost to the Arizona Cardinals, who we right now know are a team that's in rebuild mode and not a good football team. The New York Giants, I don't really need to speak upon them because. They're just a bad franchise right now. And then you go to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What Baker Mayfield, I get it. Baker's having it, had his best season to date, his best season. But for them to lose the way they did and to literally give up, breaking ta- literally these guys breaking tackles left and right, just no effort. Then you got Goddard ripping Jalen a new one on the sidelines. And, yeah, that's just. That's awful. If you're a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles today, you're embarrassed. You're embarrassed. Your, your franchise quit from a team that was like, think about it, man. From a team that was just in the Super Bowl 11 months ago, we were literally watching them in the Super Bowl. And then they made all some more additions. They get Jalen Carter. They had some pieces. They're like, oh, well, they're going to run it back. So they give Jalen the big contract. That's a whole nother story to figure out. Because I don't know how I feel about him as a well, quarterback. I would put it this way. But then think about it. And then think about it on top of it. To add everything, they were 10-1. and one. They were the number one seed in the NFC. They had a three-game lead in the NFC East. They blew it. This one-and-six span, they gave up an average. I totaled it all out. 30.5 points per game. They averaged only 18 points. So this was an offense that magically just went from 10-1 and one to 11 and 7 like this. It's one of the biggest choke well, jobs well, and in recent in recent think about in recent sports no but Ted in recent sports memory this is one of the biggest choke jobs you've ever well, seen. When they were 10 and 1, AJ Brown was and you know this cuz you had him on fantasy was I, destroying the league. He was six I get it. Games, hold on, five straight games of 100 plus yards and a touchdown. I wanted then to ask you a question. Touch, he didn't he didn't have anything. The, the offense fell apart, and the defense, think about it. They had a double, almost an 18-point lead against Arizona at home. Lost to Arizona. Got crushed at Giants Stadium when they needed to win. They were down like 20-something points against the Giants. 24 nothing. You, you look at the defense. There was a combination of a lot of things. This team was falling apart, 
and it's in a big hole. It's 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 it's, it's and it looked like they quit on their coach, Nick Sirianni, and all that. Here That's, we go. And that this speaks for itself, man. I mean, I get it. Dallas looked embarrassed. It looked awful. And, and, and then you also – and you got a lot of veterans on this team, which is surprising. Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey – um, and that's John, on top of it. Wayne on Johnson. top of it, and add like add more to it. You lose your Hall of Fame center. Yeah, retiring. Lane Johnson came out last night and said, "I don't know if I want to be a part." Pretty much said, like to me, what I heard is, "I don't want to pretty much be part of something that's like going into this direction." Brandon just Graham, said, yeah, Brandon Fletcher Graham, Fletcher Cox. Cox. Two. These are four guys that have been pillars to your franchise, and you might lose them. AJ these Brown, two teams, these two teams need to. Devontae Smith's going to want a new contract because what happens if you run it back with these same teams? First of all, first of all you're not running no, it back. Let's, I get. Let's it. Have, let's, but what if they happen. did? What if they did? Well, let's start with one team. First of all, they're not running it back. The Eagles, first of all, you're you know what if Eagles Jerry Jones back. said, well, "I love well, Mike McCarthy." Let's start with like, the Eagles. Okay. First of all, Kelsey's not coming back, so you're not running that offensive line back. What happens mm-hmm. with Lane Johnson, we don't know yet, but we'll see what happens. And we know what happens every year. I'm Three talking agents. more in the sense of quarterback, oh, I get coach, it. Listen, you know, all that AJ, stuff. There's news about A.J. Brown. Let's see what happens. It's really early. Of course, there's always a lot of shit that goes on right after the playoff. We'll see what happens. Let's see if Sirianni's even back. Because this is the coaching. This no is way. an organization has no problem firing coaches. Go look at uh, Andy Reid. Consistency. Doug Peterson. Head. He got let go. Doug Peterson got let go. Chip Kelly, first Super Bowl, year Super Bowl oh. winning quarter, Super Bowl co- head coaches. So yeah, you, you have coaches that have come in. They've had three coaches since Andy Reid has been got let go in 2012. And you yeah. talk about an organization that's been a a a a, a manner of success, and now they're talking about. I mean, think about it. a year ago, Nick Sirianni's coach of the year. I mean, top of the well, mountain. We've, we've been saying mountain. it though. And in less than a year, he could be out of a job. So but we've we been saying know. it. Everything last year was perfect. I get it. So let's move on. Every we know this how the NFL goes. Just like every year, there's eight new teams that need new coaches and teams from the bottom, like the Texans were supposed to be the worst team, and they they find a quarterback and they're in the playoffs now in the division round. It happens. We've seen this. You know what I mean? My so boy, CJ, I'm so that, happy for CJ Stroud, man. That's maybe so the happy. greatest thing about the NFL is we can see a team go from first last to first and first to last. In a year, with a couple changes, coaches, free agency moves. We've Ted, seen it just it. happened a few years ago. No, I get it. You don't remember so, Mr. Joe Burrow? Oh yeah, absolutely. You it get the right. Happened. You get the right. Who's to say it can't the, happen again? But the Eagles are going to have to make some serious decisions. They have a. Yeah. I, I I wish I took a screenshot of all the free agents they have, but that's like no, that's like every other team. All right, the Cowboys yeah. have sixteen unrestricted free agents. I was just looking at a thing before. We'll get into that in a second. But you look at the offense. Does AJ Brown want to be back? Is he going to get traded? Does someone offer a first-round pick for A.J. Brown, like the Colts or someone? What about the Texans? We've talked about this. Like, maybe the Texans don't because they like what they got and they're going to bring back takedown. But I'm just saying. Jonathan Taylor, Anthony Richardson. I mean, you got to compete. Think about it. If you got to compete, the Jaguars have like a guy like Calvin Ridley and and Kirk and Evan Ingram and Trevor Lawrence and ETN. So they got pieces. They the Texans have Tank Dell and Nico Collins. They've Dalton Schultz. Schultz. They like they like Singletary, but I told you here's a name that I don't think would happen. But if the Giants don't want to pay Barkley and they franchise him again, maybe the Texans come get Saquon. He would fit their scheme. Perfectly. You know where Saquon's gonna go, Ted? The Cowboys. <laughs> can you imagine if he did? Can you? That would be. No, they, pay, they can't pay him. So so no. here's the thing. Then you look at the three guys. Then, then you look at the Eagles. Right? They lost Chip. Uh, Char- Gardner Johnson last year, but that's this year. What happens with the secondary guys? Slade just got hurt. Don't know what his injury was last night, but he got hurt. He's getting older. Could be a cap hit. Wasn't he going to leave last year? Or they were going to possibly trade. Yeah, him? they released him and then they resigned him. Okay, so he's probably gone. Bradbury's probably gone. Yeah, Brandon Bradbury, Graham yeah. could be retiring. Fletcher yeah. Cox, he could be could retiring. be retiring. You know what I mean? Unless they're looking for. They don't have no linebacker. They don't have no linebackers. They they, uh, Shaq- <laughs> they lost T.J. Edwards and they lost um who was it? Hicks wasn't Hicks? Oh oh yeah. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks. No, what was, no Aaron, what it I think it's Aaron. It's something Hicks. Jordan no, Hicks. Jordan, Jordan Hicks. Hicks. Oh, Aaron yeah. Hicks. Oh my god. There's a baseball player. There's a baseball player named Jordan Hicks. When I saw the Giants sign Jordan Hicks the other day, I was like, wait, what? And then I looked at the MLB. Is that the relief pitcher? For the Cardinals. Yeah, he throws like, it was 100 like 105. Yeah, yeah 105. So, so and then like, last night, listen, and then I think the first thing the Eagles need to do is find their coach, figure out Syria the coach. And you got to get Jalen Hurts healthy. He didn't look healthy. His finger, his elbow, his knees, he didn't look healthy. They got to figure that out first and then work down the line. And it You starts- better hope that he has a, he comes back next year healthy and has a good year because if he doesn't, well, we're, we're going 
I get it, but that's what I'm saying. He's got the rest now, extra rest. Go get taken care of if he needs surgery. Go get it taken care of. But if he comes back next year and has a year like he did this year where I know the stats say he made 3,800 yards, 4,500 total, 4, total. I get it. He had the rushing touchdowns passing. But if he has another year where he kind of looks like he's taking a step back, we're going to be talking about a contract not named Daniel Jones. We're going to be talking about Dan- we're going to be talking about Jalen Hurts' contract because his contract is two hundred fifty million dollars. So that's just going to be relative to everything else. We know that. I get it. Dallas okay, is going to have to Dallas to get to Dallas now. So you said Philly. Philly needs to clean yes. up house well, and get new coordinators. What's up? Before we get into Dallas, and I had this What's just that? so I had it in front. Of me. So Parsons and C.D. Lamb, they're up for contracts. Big Both contracts for massive amounts. While Jones and company will undoubtedly like to keep them around, those two players this year—they're going to be the two highest-paid players at their position. Michael Parsons and C.D. Lamb combined this year made about four point seven million. Sweet. They're going to be making closer to sixty million dollars combined next season. Okay? Combined, wait, got, sixty million combined. Combined when you, you add mean them. like almost like like thirty. Like their 30 contracts years. are going to be. Their contracts. No, like combined. You're talking years. Oh, I know what you're. T- I got. Then you, you got because. Parsons is going to want where Bosa was, closer to $30 million. Yeah. And C.D. Williams is going to want something where Tyreek Hill is at 30 And he's going to want yeah. to probably see what Justin Jefferson signs for. That's the two. And you got Jamar and, Chase. And Jamar Chase, I was about to okay, say. Okay, so I got that. Then you got and Amon Ra- Yo, Omar Ra is going to be getting a contract, too. Then you got then you got Dak. Dak's a $36 million salary cap, but his cap hit next year is $59.4 million. So that means the Cowboys are going to have to give him an extension to ease that salary cap. Now, listen. I watched all get up yesterday. Dan Orlowski, I loved all the points in Bash. They're not letting go of Dak. And you can't let go of Dak because there's there's no better solution. I get it. Dak Knight might not be the guys, but he can't be making sixty. million. What if they just here. fortuned everything to go get like Caleb Williams or something? Hypothetically. Nah. I wouldn't. I'm just saying, but I would. Here's my thing. No, final part away. about this because we've been going on a while on this, so we got to get it on to the next because there's some other great stuff that happened over Wildcard Weekend. It's just yeah, this. But this is so much fun to talk about. This this is so much fun to talk about because we know now, like I get it, they both had winning records and the Eagles were in the Super Bowl last year, but now to see as a Giant fan what we've been dealing with, to see this come crashing down, like this is coming like, like one of those speed trains out in um, – What's the underneath tunnel Europe? in How about Europe? No, Japan. I was gonna say Japan because the ones that just like it looks like it's going downhill like this with Dallas and Philly because they have a lot, a lot of figuring out to do in both of those franchises, and it feels so good that I do not have to get out of my mind on Super Bowl Sunday. The only thing is, I would say is they're still in a better position than the Giants because they have. I might still. I still they have. They have their quarterbacks, and we don't. You might not agree with their quarterbacks. You might not like their quarterbacks early, but they have a quarterback. They still have more pieces than the Giants do. All I'm going to say is this is who they are. This is who Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott are. They've always been like this. In college, they were like this. Very good. They were great, good quarterbacks, but they weren't great. They couldn't do it. They couldn't win the big ones. I know Jalen Hurts is a national champion. I get it. But he still got benched, too. And he also had everything perfect around him. Just college, saying. College is different. And then Dak Prescott, I don't need to say this. Go back and watch his college tape, too, as well. There was a time when the Mississippi State Bulldogs were the number one team in the college football, the first ever college football playoff ranking. They were the number one team led by Dak Prescott. They finished 10-3 and that year. Just saying, this is what Dak Prescott's known best for. So, Jerry, I hope that you give him $60 million per year. Please, do us all a favor and Give him the money. Show him the money. He deserves it. But, Ted, went on 29 minutes on that one. On the dot, 29 minutes. Just wanted to, But that's what happens when we love – I get it. We're Giant fans. And everybody's going to be like, well, you're Giants. Why, why are you even talking about them? Because you guys got embarrassed. <laughs> like, it's one thing if you guys lost, a, like, a three-point game or something. But you both got embarrassed. Yeah, the last game I remember is the Giants beating Philly's ass at home. Remember Giants being Philly. Now we just got to get Dallas one time. But just to see Dallas get embarrassed like that and then Philly the next night on national TV, it doesn't get much sweeter than that for the Giants fans. Okay? So we as Giant fans are going to love this 
Because there's another well, year. That- and, and the other thing is the way they both lost. I think that's the biggest thing. Oh. I think our, the conversation about both these teams would not be as significant if both teams had lost a close game. But because both teams got blown out, one at home and one on the road, and the way they both lost, like one gave up 48 points and was down like 32 points at one point in the game. And then the way the Eagles lost last night to a Baker Mayfield team and a Tampa Bay team that was $89 million in dead cap space. 40 of it went to Tom Brady, who's been retired for a year. And they they had one of the worst pass defenses in all football this year, and they got smoked. Quick, before we get into the next part, who's the coach of the Eagles? Just give me quick. No, just give me give me the first name you think of. Eagles, Cowboys, bam. Who I think should be or who I think they hire. I kn- Who do you think they should I think, Belichick think they goes should one, I think Belichick goes to one of those organizations if they fire oh, either gosh. coach. Okay, so okay, so who's the because franchise? I, Howie Roseman no, has no, 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 no. Tell me the franchise. We're getting, I've told you. We're they got to fire the coach first. Okay, so I can't take, tell you. Whoever forgets so fired, they're So, so who, who is it to say who? The, because realistically, these guys are going to get fired. Here's, they're not here's staying. I think. I think if Bill Belichick wants to win a Super Bowl and he wants to win next year, he goes to Dallas. That would okay. be the better opportunity to win. But I. But he might rather go to Philly because of Holly Roseman and Je- and uh, Warry, the the owner, because he has a better relationship and he doesn't have to deal with as much bullshit I think- from behind the scenes with Jerry Jones, though. Bill doesn't like to talk, so Jerry could do all the talking for him. So that could work he out. And if Parcells still... went there. Hey, listen, if Parcells went there and was able to do it, maybe Bell. I'm going to say the Eagles. Last thing could I be want a... the Giants to say. Yeah, I know. Trust me, Eagles surprising. I think this could be a surprise. Mike Vrabel. That's I was going to say that. Swear to God, I was oh. just going to say that. I, 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 I love I, it. That's the just like when week one, Ted said, "I knew Amon Ra was going to be the first guy to score this year." I knew yeah. it. The other, listen, the other, I we're I sitting, you. In, we're, we're sitting at Dad's house watching the game. And I'm in my head. I swear to God, I go. I hope he throws a pick six right now. Some of the bitch. Next play. Savage. Oh, the savage play. The savage oh, pick. Oh my God. I'm like, I, I, listen. I swear to God. If, if I, I, listen, people, you're ready. I go, Dad. On 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 you and Mom's and Grandma's life. I swear to God. Like I was literally just think. I would. I just didn't want to say it because yeah. usually I say stupid things and then I jinx the situation. So I was like, oh, I'll make this field goal and then he misses. So, so I don't want to say anything and then it happened and I was I was like this. I, like, I hate using terms like this nowadays, but I was like, that was that was such a savage play, dude, dude. I was like, why can't I come up with lottery numbers, <laughs> dude? It doesn't matter. The Eagles, Cowboys. Dude, this year is just getting better and better for me. Better and better. Well, I think things are looking up, but hopefully things are looking up for me because no matter what, no matter what happens from here on out, no lie, I can be saying to me, to me, this is like the greatest. So, playoffs ever because of the fact that they both lost like that but just to say honestly whoever plays from here on out i'm looking forward to it because i don't need to worry about that anymore so let's get into the other part of super bowl or super wild card weekend when you think of like we were talking about when we think of these two we think of the rest of the games how can you not feel good for the detroit lions the houston texans and the green bay packers Three to, I mean, think about it. Detroit Lions have been such a. Uh, when you think of the Detroit Lions, you think of Barry uh, Barry Sanders. You think of Calvin Johnson. I think that's of, all you think of. That's all you think of. You don't think of anything else. No, I think of losing. I think that's what. That's what, no. When I'm talking about like franchises, like they got like Super Bowls. But when you think of like the Lions, you just think of Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson first thing, and the losing. That's what it's ultimately been. But to see that franchise drastically turn it around. Jared Goff looks like he's going to get a nice contract extension from them. Dan Campbell is the – Dan Campbell's the fucking man. Dan Campbell's – man, I love Dan Campbell, man. I would love to have a guy like that as my coach. The way he just – his enthusiasm, his presence. you got to give you got to give credit to the organization for their the draft. GM, GM, I forgot who the GM was, but – Lamont Brown, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, DeBra- yeah. Branch, to Penny Sewell, to, to, to Sam Laporta, to yeah. Gibbs. Yep. And I was thinking about this the other day on the toilet. I'm thinking, you know, you want you want to start. I do some of my best thinking on the toilet or in the shower. But I was thinking. About I guess this. supposedly that's true. It is. You're the only. But I know. I think you're the only one that thinks that. You want to find out how teams get successful? It's in the draft. That's the one thing I could say could say about the Cowboys. Is I was about to say Dallas does that. All their great players were all drafted, man. They they yeah. just kept drafting right players. Their offensive linemen, their linebackers. So why can't they figure it out? Because they're they're jinx or Jerry Jones, I don't know, whatever. But I'm thinking, I was thinking about the Lions, and I'm like, when 
and why like the Giants and certain teams can't be successful when you continuously miss on draft picks. You can't hit one or two. Ted, out of look the at draft. It, speaking of that too. Look at the Texans. Well, they hit two hurts on their, their first, first two picks are cornerstone players. CJ yeah, Stroud is a franchise and quarterback what, right what now. They, up, they didn't lose out. And they also got a guy like they also got a guy like Nico Collins a, a couple of years ago who's emerged as a top Tank fifteen Dell. receiver. CJ Stroud Tank wanted Tank Dell. Tank Dell. They got Tank Dell, who's before the injury was an electrifying player. Dalton Schultz is, has been there as a veteran presence, and they they've been drafting they well. Tough, so they gave up, but they got a surehead yeah. left tackle. They got yeah. some linebackers. They got some set. Devin Singletary Jr. The, the quarterback yeah. they drafted third out two years ago. So they got he was the. Uh, Devin Singletary was the running back. Oh, seven. No, well, who it's, it is Singletary Jr., but what is the from LSU? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Derek Stingley Jr. Derek Stingley. Well, my Derek God. Derek Stingley. Yeah. Who's, emer- who's emerged as, yeah, and you want to say I'm back. I say Aaron Hicks. Well, well listen, I was, you're going to get this. Back. You're going to get a taste of the old medicine because I'm going to call you out with it. But That's also, you okay. just said it. Derek, Sting- Derek Stingley is another guy that they drafted high. He, he, was battling injuries, but guess what? He's come on strong, and he guess what? He, was he might have a nice in, the, in December. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He's come on strong, and they might have found a nice cornerstone in that back end of that defense. But Ted just said it and said it perfectly. There's a reason why these teams are starting to put it all together because they hit on their drafts. The Giants. The reason why the Giants or, or teams like the Washington, no offense, that have not been successful, is because they don't just don't hit it on the draft. The, the Lions or have been a losing franchise for my entire life. And for the first time, I could say Lions outside the 49ers have the far by far the brightest future in the entire NFC. And I would say the Packers would be third. I say the Packers are third. But the Detroit Lions, think about it. We're, not talk, we're never talking about the Detroit Lions. Now we're like, Detroit Lions could be playing on conference championship Sunday. Playing Super Bowl Sunday, they could be playing on Super Bowl Sunday because they have the formula. I've been stressing it and emphasizing it throughout the entire season. They have the formula to beat the Niners, they could do it. It comes down to Jared Goff playing a familiar opponent. But Ted, you're 100% right. The draft they hit it out, they hit it out of the park, and another team, the Green Bay Packers. And they draft well. I mean, we bashed them for so long because oh, they don't get Rodgers' help. And look at Jordan Love now. Yo, Rogers waited so yeah. long to act. And now look at Jordan Love. They got the youngest team in football. And all four uh, receivers are all young. Dobbs had seven catches for 151 yards. Uh, Reed, I had Jaden Reed. Christian Watson, I understand he's dealing with some hamstring injuries. But Kid Hicks, he had another great game. Luke yep. Musgrave, the tight end. Another guy they uh-huh. drafted out of Oregon State. Yeah, offensive it. line. Every time, the offensive line. They had no. They didn't have their all-pro left tackle in Bakhtiari. But their offensive line. Didn't hear one word about the Cowboys this weekend and their pass rush. Michael Parsons, quiet. Never heard Ted, of You said the word every time. I think we should say every time. Look at this. Green Bay Packers. They do it again somehow. So, so here, I think the I think teams should start following. Should teams start following the Green Bay model here, and go here's, in three here, years? Well, here's what I would say is this was a team that last year Aaron Rodgers couldn't get to the playoffs. This was Aaron Rodgers who couldn't beat the Detroit Lions the last game of the season when they needed to win and get in. And we talk about him as, like, he's one of the greatest ever. And I'm not knocking. He's talent-wise, he's one of the greatest. But if you watch that game Sunday, please don't tell me he didn't look like Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love. That's that throw when he made it. That throw when he was like this. Back, back foot. After the back foot. Yep. Foot, flick of the wrist. The smooth throwing. The mobility when Aaron Rodgers was young. And he's got, and he's got some back. zip on that. He's got some zip on ball. that ball. He played with confidence. 21 touchdowns, one pick in the last – since October, I believe it was like the 12th. He's, been, incre- he's been incredible. Minnesota when incredible. Before Basham. So what they have done with him, if yep. they found another quarterback for the next 15 years – Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. You're talking about Favre to Rodgers. I mean, like – That's 45 years, and and, that's, and then they had Bart Starr. It's like Bart Starr, and then you – Bart Starr a couple they, years before that. But, I mean, you oh, look at that. I know. Line, well, look at the quarterbacks they've hit on. Remember, right now, they, draft, they drafted young in the defensive line. They're the youngest team in football. They still need some work. I get it. This, the defense did not play well throughout the season, but if they you still watch got some, veteran presence, they still got the veteran but presence. If you, play, they but got if Gary. you watch some Saturday against the Cow or Sunday against the Cowboys, they look too damn shabby with Joel Berry as the defensive coordinator. So, yeah. and they have a shutdown corner in Zaire Alexander. We'll see if he plays this week. And I know that ankle he hurt it again against Dallas. Yeah, that that would be, that would that'd be a key key guy that they'll need this weekend. But at the end of the day, you got to look at the Packers' future and go, wow. We didn't do too bad. We let go of Aaron Rodgers. We're not too bad. And we're in the second. And we're in the second weekend of the NFL playoffs. And we got another. And we're going to get another. I mean, imagine if Rodgers played this year, they would have another first round pick. So, 
they would have the Jets' first round pick, which would have been in the top ten. Oh, my God. So you, you think about the possibilities, but they have an extra second round. pick. Think about that though, but like, like they they're starting to follow the model of like the look at the Kansas City Chiefs how they did. It. They drafted all their offensive linemen. They drafted Kelsey. They drafted Mahomes. They put it all together. All the, a Pacheco, uh, Rasheed Rice, all these like weapons. And now you're starting to see the Texans are doing it. The Lions are doing it. Well, and then you got the Packers are doing it. Some, it was, veterans are key. But it's all yeah. about the youth. This game is all about the youth. Yeah. That's why old guys get pushed out. No, sorry, but Russell Wilson, you're old now. You had your time. You're no longer that guy. Rogers, the Jets. Yeah, if Rogers. you're a Jets fan, and I don't want this is not supposed to be about the Jets or Rogers or anything, but it's gonna be 40 years old next year. You think after coming off an Achilles, like he's one step away from doing something again, and your offensive line is in shit. Yeah. So, so what would make you think? Oh, I'm a Jets fan next year. What's gonna get better? I, you, you don't have. I, what I would say is you got to trade one of your key defensive players next year to get some extra value in picks because you got to get younger. This league is about youth, about youth. Oh, maybe they'll, maybe they'll hit. Young guys, they'll, if you look at the teams that are they got a top ten, they got a top ten pick. So. But if you look at the teams that have been successful that win the Super Bowls, other than that Patriots team that beat the Rams a couple years ago, majority of these teams win with youth players with a quarterback on a rookie deal, and and they're able to sign key veteran players to help out sure up some position if it's offensive line pass yeah. rush cornerback but you look at the chiefs when they won their super bowls right it was all mahomes when he was on the rookie deal seattle when they had russell wilson rookie deals you look at these teams that are having most 49ers i get it but that's because purdy's getting paid pennies on the dollar but you're so saying yeah he's getting about, but once those big contracts come that's when you start everything course, starts to know you know that. unfold and but i wouldn't be surprised if san francisco in two years says you know what we'll move on for purdy and draft another young guy I mean, if he wins They've a Super Bowl it. this year, if he wins a Super Bowl this year, and like they're competing again, which I I highly expect to, to see them again in the Final Four next next year, and if he wins again, you're going to just get rid of a two time no, Super Bowl no, winning no. quarterback. I would not be surprised because Kyle Shanahan said I can. Now nah, he wins a Super Bowl this year. Brock Purdy's going to get extended. If Jordan Love, the names that are just Jordan Love is going to get a contract. Jared Goff is going to get a contract. I can't wait to see what CJ Stroud's contract is going to look That's, like. Because, stop talking about it's one year. We got to wait three years. I mean, come on, bro. We should, listen, no, what we should be talking about if we're going to get the conversation is let's talk about the playoff teams. It's Tua. What do the Dolphins do with Tua? How much do you pay him? What do you pay Because this is a guy who had through for over 4,000 yards. When he plays in this system with Tyreek in the offense, he's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. Similar to the Hurts. He's a good quarterback. Similar to Dak and Hurts. He's a very okay. he's a good quarterback. He's not a great mm-hmm. quarterback. And the problem is if you look at the teams that you're going to face in the AFC for the next 10 years, Unless something drastically happens to Joe Burrow or Josh Allen or Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes or now C.J. Stroud and Lamar Jackson and maybe someone else. No, unless global warming just goes apeshit crazy. They're going to be playing in Cincinnati. They're going to be playing in Kansas City. They're going to be playing in Baltimore. They're going to be playing in Pittsburgh. They're going to be playing in uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, thank you. Buffalo. You're going to if they figure out Denver's another team. I mean, you're you're gonna have a, a nice picking of the choosing, I guess. And, he, Good and luck. he's winning. So what what do you pay a guy like him? Where you realize at the end of the day, you got to start with the not, Daniel Jones. You got to start with the Daniel Jones contract. That's the starting point. That's he the starting all, point. He played in all 17 games, but he's one hit away and he one. Can, dude, he cannot get two. He cannot get 200 million. I don't know what they do. They got to figure that out. He cannot get 200 million. That I is a contract, know. and they have said Chris Greer, Greer uh, just came out. I think today or the other day. Saying they want to get a long-term deal done, they're going to give him over two hundred million dollars. It is going to be a massive not your problem. mistake. Not your problem. Oh, I get it. I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking on my yeah. opinion, what I feel. That is a massive, massive mistake. I would say this: the way I look at Brock Purdy and Kyle Shannon is the same way I look at Mike McDaniel. You could find another quarterback similar to two. I think. Years. I think Purdy. If Purdy wins a Super Bowl this year, I'm very, very curious to know what his contract is he going to be. He would definitely get some incentive. I don't think he gets a major deal, but he's only how, how not How not? Because, look, he's he, was an MV, he was in, but think he's about, hold on. You he is an MVP candidate. He's only in his third year. I get it, but it's going to start coming up because if he wins a Super Bowl, he won Super Bowl MVP. Say He was top three, top four in MVP this whole year, majority of the season. I mean, we're talking. Is he gonna get two hundred million? Like, I don't think, they, I don't really? think they give him a big. I don't think they give him a big contract, but I think they give him a raise, some incentive, something. I don't think they give him a two hundred million dollars. Listen, 49ers are not doing that. Not now. 
another year. I'm telling you, it's well, going to be They got Bosa coming. locked up. They got Debo yeah, locked up. They got Fred Warner. Trent Williams is going to retire soon. Yeah, but this is only He'll his second year. He'll be off the books. Year. It's only his second year. That's why just, this team I'm, has I'm to just win. I know I listen, I get it. Like a lot of these teams, once you pay the quarterback that big money. And you also said before the show even started, you could just have a feel when you see a quarterback, you just feel it. You just like CJ Stroud, you, you could just see that that man has you the didn't presence. have to wait till the playoff game to know he no, was a real the player. presence, the accuracy, the leadership. Like they love him. Like yeah, he's you, all about you could the see team. Anthony Richardson, he before he got if hurt, Anthony he, Richardson could stay healthy, he could be something special in this league. Yeah, you, you like a camp. He Joe could be a camp. And Justin yeah. Herbert. They were legit guys. You like that Herbert guy? Still, that guy Herbert, like a guy like like I, it's crazy to even say, but a guy like Trevor Lawrence is still a, a guy that you're wondering if he's the guy. Yeah, there's not many guys that you look in the NFL right now and you're like, he has it. He has it. He's a guy that I want to build my franchise around. There's not a lot. No, because even the guys we were talking about before with Jordan Love and and Goff, uh, they're not that guy. I mean, Jordan loved. <laughs> no, I get it. Not yet. Not yet. I got to see more. He wins in San Fran. They got something special. You're just oh, going to yeah. be like, here we go. You're going to be like, here we go again. Green Bay's got another yeah, guy. I mean, he wins this weekend. He wins this Saturday night. And he looks good again like he did on Sunday. You're going to be looking. You're going to be texting me like, they did it again. What's, what's the conversation if he gets smoked by San Francisco? Got to see how he plays. Got to see how he plays with the whole team. I mean, that. For the there's a lot of in the sense of like how they played Sunday, they played so perfectly. Like it's going to be I mean you're going to, you're going against the best of the best now. You're going against San Fran, a defense that's dominant on all levels of the game, and their offenses. Well, they can they score at a speed of light. They could if they wanted to. They win this game. Yeah, they got something special brewing. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean. I, I want to. I definitely want to wait until we talk about the games because there are games that like there's possible upset potentials. Yeah, we'll in these talk about games. the games later this week. I we'll definitely want to talk about it because we're in the elite eight now. Like C.J. Stroud against Baltimore. I mean, never say never. Oh, absolutely. It's not, what, did we expect the Dallas Cowboys to be losing forty-eight to sixteen on Sunday night? Did we expect the Philadelphia Eagles to get embarrassed like that the other night? Did we expect the Houston Texans to put on a nice 31-point blowout on the team that cleaves the ground? It was two pick sixes. Get it. But that's credit to them whole team. Good for them. Who's to say they can't do it? Joe Flacco going back to old Joe Flacco. Oh, come on. We were all on love. We were loving Joe. he 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 threw eight picks in four games. Okay, so whatever. He takes chances. I know. I get it. What did we always bitch about with Daniel and Jones? And I'll put it this way: that Browns team was literally on its last like nerve. I mean, they their whole team <laughs> was falling apart. Yeah. They had another tackle guy. They were down to the fifth and sixth tackles. You know what I mean? They were they were missing so many guys. I get it. The future in the NFL is great, and when you see young quarterbacks early in their careers play as well as we saw C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love. You look at the league and go up. Oh, we found another two young guys that are good, and then you just wonder. You got another draft class coming in this year with at least four or five quarterbacks going to be drafted in the first thirty-five picks, at least four, possibly five. They're saying two maybe, of the five. Two of the five are. Yeah, going, I'm thinking six quarterbacks are going in the first round. This? You think JJ McCarthy's the six? With I saw a mock draft that JJ McCarthy was possibly going to go to the Raiders at eleven. I don't see it. I I would be a bit shocked by that. But there is a strong possibility that we're seeing six quarterbacks in the first round. So that three are three are going in the top five or th- top no, four. Three are going in the top ten. No trades. Three games. are going in the top four. So you think the court, so you Caleb Williams? Down? It all depends on what Chicago does. That, I yeah. mean, we'll still. That's one of the big, big questions going on in this. Well, he's, he entered the draft. So, yeah, but of course, what I'm saying right. is, at least if there's at least five in the first round, two. The of them only are guy that's gonna that would make that. Would sneak his way in as Marvin Harrison. Jim. So there's, but what I'm That's saying it. is, at least of the five quarterbacks in the first round, two of them are going to hit. So we'll have another two young, good quarterbacks next year. Maybe three, possibly three, but more likely not two. Yeah, one, one being average and two just. Well, realizing. the year that Josh Allen, Lamar, there was yeah. I mean, it was just well, them two. But Baker is starting to make a little case. Right well, he's now. making a career for himself. He's, I mean, for what he was last year to where he is now. I mean, he had his best season. I mean, if it wasn't for Kate Otten 
and Mike Evans, they would have put up possibly 50 last night. They, yeah. I mean, he was he was delivering. I mean, now you got to go to Detroit. You're going to go on the road. It's going to be a tougher game. They played early in this season. Tampa lost. But I mean, good for Baker. Yeah. He's making a case for himself to get a contract extension. Now, that's another – I mean, think about all the quarterbacks. There's going to be – oh, my God. Yeah, this offseason is going to be wild, yeah, especially no, now with the addition. Any other season, though. But, no, just think about it. Just put it, on the, put it all in perspective. Why this offseason is going to be so surreal. You think about the team's openings right now, head coaches, the coaches that are available right now. We're talking Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, Mike Vrabel, Pete – oh, no, he left. Pete Carroll. I'm just saying some of the names. He's back. He'll be back. He'll be back. But think about. It. I wish he was hearing me. See, this is what he's got to hear me while I'm saying it. Now I feel like I got to just go put like a little break time, a little a little Jeopardy. Do do do. Nah. But what I was gonna say is this post uh, this upcoming offseason is gonna be unlike anything. Head coaching. Who's gonna be? Where's Belichick going? He's going to Dallas. He's going to Philly. Where's Rabel going? Where is Pete Carroll going? Where's Harbaugh going? Like, there's gonna be a, a an incredible offseason. Plus, you get the quarterbacks. There's gonna be a lot of quarterback extensions. I hope you heard what I was saying. And, yeah, I heard everything. Quarterback extensions. You're gonna have Jared Goff possibly extended. You're gonna have Jordan Love possibly extended. You're gonna have maybe Brock Purdy, depending on his results. Tua. Like, there's a. Dak Prescott, what's going to happen with him? I know it's Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson. And then on top of it, we're really going to see what the true market for running backs are. That's why it's going to be something because yeah, we're, we talked about the but we're going to see, Ted, Saquon's going to be available, Derrick Henry's going to be available, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs. There's other, I mean, there's going to be other guys coming in and out, but those are some of the biggest names in all the football and for then, running backs. And then back we purpose. just and then we said before earlier. Jamar Chase is up for a contract. I said Justin Jefferson wants a new contract. Amon St. Brown. Dude, CD this is, is going to be. Yeah. This is why football dominates the, the airways. You can't say that it's, 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 it's not anything different than because I said like from head coach and you get running backs, you yeah. get quarterbacks. We've never seen, and we've never seen a coaching carousel. Car- yeah. Carousel of, like this of options. I mean, you're talking about Harbaugh, Belichick, Vrabel, Tomlin said he's coming back, but yeah, so Pete Carroll, Ben Johnson. Carroll. Yeah, maybe Dan I mean, Quinn. I get it. His last game looks like shit, but yeah. still, we'll see what happens. Mike McCarthy and Nick Sirianni get fired. What's to say that someone else doesn't pick them up? You know That's what I mean? What I'm saying. So, like, and then there's, there's other guys wild. that we're just not even thinking of right now because the names of Belichick, a wild offseason, bro. Carroll and Harbaugh are so big. You know what happens there? So this it's very interesting. Wa- this is going to be a wild offseason. All I know is the playoffs. For us, me and Ted, couldn't have started any better. Now we just Cannot wait to see. Cannot wait to see what divisional round of the playoffs look like. We got some hell of a matchup. We'll be back later on talking about it. We got to talk about it. Bills, Chiefs, Texans, Ravens, the number one seed. Any chance of upsets? Packers? C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love? Ted, what do we feel? I don't know. Have to stay tuned. See you later on in the week. We have Keys to the City. We are out. City Podcast.